You're going to work in London? Leaving Colebrook Vale? But how could this happen so suddenly? We spent the day together on Monday discussing our engagement party, and today you tell me you've a new job and a room in Stanley's flat in London? Oh, I'm sorry to spring it on you like this, love, but it happened so fast, and I had to make a decision there and then after the interview. It's such a wonderful opportunity, and I'd no time to discuss it with you. You had plenty of time. You went to London to see a friend, and without any hesitation you were offered a job. Come on, Jake, I'm not stupid. You knew about the job before you went, didn't you? Well, yes, but nothing was certain, and I thought it best to wait and tell you once it was all arranged. Zena felt physically sick. This wasn't the first time Jake had acted on impulse, careless of her opinion. Well, the first thing I'll do is cancel our engagement party. How can I consider marrying someone who can make such life-changing decisions without discussing it with me? It took some time, and the kitchen didn't get its coat of paint. But Zena eventually accepted his explanations, but the party was cancelled. Zena made him understand that a wedding would depend on what happened during the next few months. She felt the pain of doubt clouding her mind, not for the first time. Mary and Jake had been her life plan since they were at school together, and she just couldn't imagine a life without him. Unreliable he definitely was, but she believed that his love for her was the one believable fact, amid his vague attitude towards the truth. The plan to buy a house large enough to run as a bed and breakfast had long been their dream. Her parents' garage and one of the spare rooms were already filled with items they'd bought or had been given. They intended to attract summer visitors, then perhaps students during the winter. Jake was very capable at simple building maintenance and gardening. He would grow their own food and keep chickens, and she'd do the cooking and the housekeeping and... She stopped the dream right there. If Jake settled in London, it would never happen. They would grow apart. The simple certainty of his love and the plans for their life together would be gone. The prospect of them separating, being alone facing an empty future, was frightening. Everything had changed, she was no longer a young woman planning to marry the man she loved and who loved her, a woman with a dream. She was on her own. Zena said little as they went to his lodgings to deposit his shopping. She was thinking of how to tell her parents and her friends, but not yet. She had to accept it herself before she could allow the opinions of others to intrude. They went on to the house above the lake where her parents lived, but didn't go in. Zena needed to sort out what she'd say to them first. A rough, steep path led down from the house called Llinhir, Long Lake, and they walked down to stand on the narrow shawl and look across the calm water. A raft moved gently, attached to a double loop of rope, creating a pulley system by which the raft could be pulled across the lake. 
It had made a safe place for them to play as children, and was still used occasionally for bringing shopping across. More difficult, as there was the path to climb, but used from a sense of nostalgia by her parents. Lottie and Ronald Martin listened in silence as their daughter told them of Jake's new life. After Jake had gone, Ronald held Lottie's hand and said, It's painful, I can understand that, darling, but it's better for this to have happened now, while you have time to decide whether you want to share the life Jake's chosen so suddenly. Mum and I would hate it if you moved so far away from us, but London must be an exciting place to experience, don't you think so, Kay? Ronald said, using an affectionate nickname for Lottie. All those historical buildings to explore, so many people.